0: Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope your day is going well and it's good to be back with you. I'm back from my two-month sabbatical and ready to get recharged. And probably in the next week or so, I'll start telling you a little bit more about the trip I just took because I think you'd be interested in that. And we'll talk some about that and about everything else, but you know what, it was a very refreshing time, and a time that I've been looking forward to for many, many years. Uh, I had an opportunity years ago to go on a sabbatical, but I've never took it. But because Pastor Allen now is leading the church, I had plenty of time, and so I needed that, And but I'm certainly glad to be back. I missed all you radio listeners, and I hope and pray that you did well, and you're moving forward. Well, you know what? I'm going to read some out of the Book of Galatians today, and uh, and probably tomorrow also. But you know, it was written. It was de- written to denounce the false teachings that had infiltrated the church that Paul and Barnabas had earlier established. False teachers insisted that Gentile Christians keep the ritual laws of the Jews. Paul's was stinging from their personal attacks against him. He also wrote to defend his integrity as an apostle to reassert his love for the Galatian people. Paul was concerned about people. You know, it, this book, the book of Galatians, it kind of takes you back to the basics. What is the gospel? How do you receive it? How can you apply it to your daily lives? And you know, that that is so important for us to understand. So I'm going to just dig in and start, after I have a word of prayer, uh, just in the first chapter, and we're going to share just a few things, and I'll probably jump around in Galatians, uh, like I said, today and tomorrow, but uh, I just hope you can get something out of it. Our Heavenly Father, thank you for this day. This is the day you've made, and Lord, I'm excited about it. I'm excited to be home, excited to be back in the USA, excited to serve you, and I pray you would just guide every word I say that, Lord... I would say things correctly, and people would understand it uh, correctly, and we would interpret the word of God correctly. Lord, I love you, and I thank you for these great listeners. Bless them. In Jesus' name, amen. Paul, an apostle, said not from men, not by man, but by Jesus Christ and God the Father, who raised him from the dead, and all the brothers with me, to the church of Galatia, grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ who gave himself for our sins and rescue us from the present evil age according to the will of our God and Father to whom be the glory forever and ever. I like that. I just like that very intro because he. I liked what he said about rescuing us from the evil age. And that was back then. That was a long time ago. But now he's saying rescue from the evil age uh, and that's even today, more maybe even more than ever, we live in such an age of uh, sin and, and accepting sin. It is crazy what's going on. And you all know, you all see it. And, and some of you, if you have not been, unless you've been doctrinized by the world, you're still standing up for the principles of Jesus and the Word of God. Our guide is the Word of God, and when we go against the Word of God, that's where there is problems. And then we try to justify the Word of God, or we try to change it to, to make something work in our lives, then there again is problems. There is issues. And I'm telling you something, we have really got to get this down. We've really got to understand God's truth and not be persuaded by anyone to do anything else but God's truth. Then I'm going to read on here, Galatians 1, verses 6 through 10. I am astonished that you are so quickly deserting the one who called you by grace of Christ and are turning to a different gospel. So these people were serving Jesus Christ. They were walking with him. But now they're turned away by the new wave by the new things going on, the new ideas. Does that sound familiar about changing things up? And he is trying to get them back. He's trying to get them to see what they are doing. He was just taken back by their attitude. Some people are throwing you into confusion and are trying to pervert the gospel of Christ. People of God, that's exactly what is happening today. The gospel is being perverted. People have changed it. People have made it fit. And because maybe they have a family member that is living in one of these lifestyles, they try to justify it. People, you're going to be in deep, deep trouble if you start justifying sin of any type. Of anything, and you know, I could go through and name all of those things. But you're aware of all those things. You know what's evil out there. You know what's around you that that people are trying to justify. We've had many churches over the years, in the last ten years, have split because of these social issues that people have gone away from God to the social issues to blend in. That's exactly what was predicted would happen. And folks, you and I, we must. Stand up for God's truth. Love the sinner, hate the sin. People never condemn a person. That's not your job to condemn a person. I don't agree with a lot of people. I don't agree with how people are living. I want to love them. I want to encourage them. I want to share the good news to them. And I am not the judge of them, but many are judged by what the Word of God says on their own because the Word of God says this is sin, this is wrong, and they, and they do it anyway. And again, they justify it. Then verse ten, he says, "And now I'm trying to win the approval of men, or am I?" No. And he says, "Am I now trying to win the approval of men, or of God, or am I trying to please men, or am I or what am I doing, or would I be a servant of Christ?" He hit the nail on the head of today. Written a couple thousand years ago, he hit the nail on the head. It's exactly what's going on now. We are trying to get approval of our family, our friends, those around us. We want rather have their approval than have God's approval. Every single one of us are going to stand before Almighty God someday. Every one of us, no one is going to escape that and he's going to look at you and say what? have you done? What have you done with my son, Jesus Christ? What have you done with the word of God that I gave you to lead you, to guide you, to show you truth? What have you done? Why have you fallen off the cliff? Why did you give in to the sin of the world? You know what? I hope and pray that if that's you, that you turn it around today and say, Lord, I've no no longer no longer will I give in to this. I don't care if it's my best friend, my son, my daughter, my wife or husband, and they're walking away from God and I'm trying to I'm trying to justify their sin. I'm not going to justify their sin. I'm just going to love them and encourage them and pray for them. Folks, I hope that's you, and I hope that we can start changing this world for Jesus. I'm so thrilled lately that some of the great uh, Christian movies that have come out have had such great success. Jesus Revolution now has been out for a couple months, has been uh, tremendous, and set all sorts of records. They didn't think that they would have that many viewers, and it's starting to make an impact. Uh, Big George Foreman, great show, and I, the reason I liked it, because I, bo- I loved boxing growing up. And uh, it was uh, it was fun to watch. I was in the age of uh, Floyd Patterson, Muhammad Ali, you know, and and Sonny Liston, and George Frazier. and and of course, uh, I just I love that. I always loved George Foreman. He's a great big guy, and and but to see the show and to see his testimony and how he gave boxing up for 10 years to to serve God in a powerful way, and then how God blessed him when he went back and took care of him financially. His wife had a vision, which you'll see if you watch the movie. Great movie. Unless you don't like boxing at all, then maybe you wouldn't like it. But I, I loved the movie, but I loved the impact of it. And that's what we have to be aware of, of those things that are on around us. But I'm so please, we're seeing some things. We're seeing some movement of God in some of these movies. In verse 11 of chapter 1, he's, Paul says, I want you to know, brothers, that the gospel I preached is not something that man made up. And I did not receive it from any man, nor was I taught it. Rather, I received a revelation from Jesus Christ. He received it from the Lord, who he persecuted, and God used him and used him powerfully. Paul was a great beginner of the great revival that that changed the world, you know, that many people came to know Christ because of the great movement of the Spirit of God. And I'm so thankful that God spoke to Paul, so thankful that Paul listened. He said, for you have heard My previous way of life, yes, we did, in Judaism and how intensely I persecuted – listen to this term. He said how intensely I persecuted the church of God and tried to destroy it. He wanted to destroy the things of God. He was after destroying those things instead of – instead of uh, following Jesus at the time. So he was advancing Judaism, he says, and I was zealous for the, from the traditions of my fathers. But when God, who set me apart from birth, had called me by his grace, was pleased to reveal his son to me so that I might preach him among the Gentiles, I did not consult any man, nor did I go into Jerusalem to see those apostles before I was, but I went immediately into Arabia, and later returned to Damascus. Then after three years, I went to Jerusalem to get acquainted with Peter and stayed with him 15 days. Can you imagine? Peter and Paul together for over two weeks. How awesome would that be? You know, and and then only heard a report that the man who formerly persecuted us is now preaching the faith that they heard this and that they couldn't people couldn't believe in fact some of the christian people were a little afraid of him they thought maybe it was a trick because he had always persecuted them but when god gets a hold of your heart he changes you inside out and that's exactly what god did for paul He changed him inside out, and he became a follower of Jesus Christ, and he helped change the trajectory of the world that we know today. Thank the Lord that God used him, and God's plan was laid out far before that. And, folks, we can help change the world, too, by who we are. I hope you have a great day. It's great being back. Lord bless you.